So can I keep wrapping presents while we record? Welcome back to another edition of What Should We Watch with K&E. I'm K. And I'm still E. A podcast where we sit down and watch a movie, talk about it, fight about it, and just have a jolly good time. So is that a no on the wrapping? What do you think? <laughs> okay. All right, fine. I'm just what, trying. What does my I am just say? trying to be in the Christmas spirit and wrap these presents. All I'm saying is you have all the other time in the world. <laughs> I'll, okay, fine. It's fine. the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, 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 fine. I will. I just grabbed the microphone. You're gonna be so mad at me when you edit this. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's fine. Fine. I will wrap presents later because we still actually. This is one of the first years that we are ahead of schedule when it comes to buying and ob- obtaining, acquiring Obtainium. gifts. Acquiring gifts. I found the word. Mm-hmm. I have degrees. I can speak. But I got my chair back. We're back in the chair again. Yay. We want to thank you all for listening to our last few episodes. Mm-hmm. And we hope you enjoy this one. And this time it is E's pick to pick the movie. So E, what movie did you pick for us to watch this time? Well, speaking of the holiday season and keeping on trend with our musicals, I picked a Christmas movie. Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. So we're going to get into it later, but you're wrong. The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> all right, I'll give it to you. Holiday That's a musical. Movie. That's all I'll give you. So this is a great classic for the holiday season. And mm-hmm. I... <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into it. Before Christmas. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Just in case you don't know which movie we're talking about, folks. You know what comes before Christmas is Halloween. <sighs> Actually, Thanksgiving. <laughs> so it's a Thanksgiving movie. So this was one of our childhood movies. We grew up watching this movie. It came out in 93. That's crazy how old it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a, it got a huge pop culture prevalence across the holidays, just throughout the year. When did Hot Topic open? Because that's where... <laughs> That's when it booms. You know, honestly, that is probably... And that was in the early 2000s, so about seven years after. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. we looked into this movie, did you find the same thing? There wasn't this great response to it at first. And I think it was because of the content of it. Oh my gosh, Hot Topic, sorry. Hot Topic has been around since 1988. What? So I take that back. When we got the Hot Topic at the mall we grew up in, the mall we grew up in because we grew up in a mall, the mall in the city... Our hometown. <laughs> Nonetheless, we got a Hot Topic in the early 2000s is mm. what I'm trying to say. I didn't realize that the Hot Topic is as old as you, boo. Aww. But no, I really, one of the notes I had was I can't imagine this being in theaters. I don't remember it being advertised. Oh, I do. Do you? I don't remember it being, I don't I remember, remember previews. I remember on other Disney films, other VHSs, that this was advertised because I remember it. Did the, did the, did the. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the end credits saying like in theaters mm. when it came out, it it played the Sally theme. The dee, 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 dee. It did have some advertising, but we'll we'll kind of talk a little bit more on that a little bit later. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get ourselves into our first segment. Were you paying attention? Cue the music. Dookie dookie. Okay. First question, mm-hmm. what is the full name of this movie tim burton's oh Ooh, stumped it's the preposition 
Is that what the preposition before Christmas? Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas. No. Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Okay. Dang it. Dang it. That's like the Mandala effect. I was like, oh. (laughs) So that was actually a huge debate about that title. Because he didn't, he just produced it. It was, well, it was his drawings his idea and his concept yeah so he'd be called the creator he didn't write it he didn't direct it Mm -mm. henry Selleck, the person who did direct this Mm -hmm. he personally kind of got upset when he saw that they were labeling it as tim burton's the nightmare before christmas when he was the one who kind of took it and ran with it yeah. Because Tim Burton and his team, they were actually working on Batman Returns at the time. And Tim Burton only clocked in about like 18 hours in total. And this is a three-year project, wasn't about it? About two years, yeah. a little over two years. And it's also gone down to show that maybe it's not even Henry Selleck that should be given this title. It's also got to think of the actual story, the music. I mean, Danny mm-hmm. Elfman. Yeah. Who did the music for this. He really saved this movie. Yeah. And if it wasn't for him, Disney would have like snipped it in the bud. So Snipped it in the bud? Yes. Nipped it in the Nipped bud. Nipped it in the bud, yes. No, it's crazy because you think Tim Burton, and honestly, and not until we started researching did I even realize that he had, a, I mean, it was his idea. We'll give him that. Mm-hmm. But Disney did the whole slap a recognizable name on this because right. they were worried about it not doing well and tim burton was like the hottest thing in theater or not theater and yeah because this rides the coattail of the first batman movie mm-hmm. and, and he was the, the most in, one of the most in demand if not the most in demand director at the time so mm-hmm. yeah way to way to play that up, and it's kind of interesting that this movie in particular kind of really solidified his creepy brand mm-hmm. because the batman movies they have a little bit of that especially batman returns is it the one with the penguin yeah, the Batman Returns is the one with the penguin. But the first one doesn't really show that first Burton-esque kind of representation as much. Mm-hmm. Movies like Beetlejuice and you think of Edward Scissorhand, they have that look that is totally Tim Burton. Yeah. When Nightmare Before Christmas, obviously, also has that look that is Tim Burton in every single one of his movies following that, especially the other stop animation ones. Mm-hmm. Ride from that. And let's be honest, the other Tim Burton stamp is Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> and Helen Bonacar. I was going to say, yeah. We haven't quite reached that pinnacle of the Tim Burton-esque look, but we'd get there. We'll get there. All right. I kind of said the answer to this, but what is the art medium used for this movie? Stop motion animation. Correct. Stop motion animation. How is this different from claymation? Claymation is clay. similar, but yeah, it's primarily just used with clay. Duh. It, I, I think claymation isn't actually a term. Claymation is stop motion animation. Okay. I honestly don't think I would have the patience to do stop motion animation. Like, that's insane. Like, when they'd say it took them like six hours to do five seconds, like something obscene like that. that. Yeah. And there was actually in Nightmare Before Christmas, there's actually only two scenes or two shots that were filmed in 24 frames per second, which is the average filming time. Mm -hmm. And that was when you first see the Christmas or not the Christmas trees, the holiday trees. Yeah. And then there was one other scene where there was fire. Oh, and Oogie Boogie's Mm. place and the fire had to come in actual uh, time. Well, what about this idea? Let's go back to the, you brought it up, the land of the doors to holiday land. Mm Mm-hmm. 
can we have spinoffs of like the different lands? Because I get like funny you say that Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with another Disney movie. We have Halloween Land. There's like characters built behind it, and then you have you know the Easter Bunny, and then you have St. Patrick's Day, bunch of leprechauns running around, and Christmas obviously we go to. But what's Thanksgiving Land like? Right. Like is it? ruled by a giant turkey because that's counterproductive you know what thanksgiving land would be is it just a bunch of people sitting around going it's really football there's a lot of bad things that go on in thanksgiving it shows the actual first thanksgiving Uh, oppressed native americans with smallpox having their land ripped out from underneath it's more horrific than halloween town let's put it that way i was just wondering when we were watching it i was like what like easter bunny land but kind of segue into that that Mm -hmm. was actually one of my questions what holidays are on the trees? Easter, right. St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. a bunch of naked babies with arrows. That's a dangerous one. Mm-hmm. Halloween yeah. and Christmas. There's one more. Fourth of July. Yes, Fourth of July. You actually only see Fourth of July really quick when they do the overhead shot when they're panning down mm-hmm. into the trees. And they thought it was an interesting holiday to choose. And it was so Fourth of July. For all you who are listening outside the United States, that's United States Independence Day. Day. Also known as wear the American flag in weird clothing, get drunk, and shoot off fireworks day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what was on the tree that represented 4th of July? Firework? Yeah, it was a little firework or rocket looking thing. Oh, that would be, I would not want to go to that land. Yeah. <laughs> we live in that land, baby. Right? Burr, burr. Oh, but to go off what you were saying, mm-hmm. there was actually discussions about making a sequel where Jack does go to one oh, of the other God. seasons. But luckily, Tim Burton himself, as well as the rest of the directive team, were like, nope, we do not want this movie touched. We want to leave it as is. And they actually insisted no sequels of this movie. Yeah. So that's why there's not any TV shows made of it, sequels, just because they thought that would be incredibly hoopty. Yes, they probably would make some money off of that coming out. But... It would so not capture. No, what because they got in the first if you one. think about it, Christmas is probably the only land he could go to, mm-hmm. which would make sense because it has the magic and the atmosphere, and that would make sense for him to want to go there. But yeah, like, what is Jack gonna do? Like, kidnap cupids? Yeah. And <laughs> what's this? What's this? There's naked flying babies. <laughs> what's this? What's this? There's a guy drinking a beer. What's this? He's shooting a rocket in the air. Right? What's this? Yeah, no. <laughs> No, no, no. Also, can we just talk for a moment about the tree since we're here? Mm-hmm. Plot hole. Plot hole. Yeah. He wanders through the woods from Halloween Town mm-hmm. into this grove of trees with all of the doors. Yes. But he did not come out of the Halloween door. Yes. But then he goes through the Christmas door. Yes. And then he comes back through the woods, implying that he came back through the Christmas door. But then when he goes to the... No, he would have come through the Halloween door on the other side. Okay, so he... But no, he came through the woods. When he came through the woods, he did not come out of the Halloween door. Wait, no, it gets deeper. This is a black hole. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... But are you following with this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he goes through the woods, finds the doors. Okay. So he did not come through... By the way, this poster you made is really nice. (laughs) Right? He did not come through the Halloween door when he found the Halloween door. So Mm -hmm. would he just be stuck in an infinite loop if he kept trying to go back through the Halloween door? Anyway, so he goes through the Christmas door. Right. When he comes back, he's coming back the way he came through the woods. 
Mm-hmm. So he must have come back through the Christmas door. But when he goes to the land in which he's going to go mm-hmm. and do Christmas, he goes through a cemetery to get back to Halloween Town. Yes. Well, <laughs> when so he goes like, to the cemetery at the end, when I he can... goes to that grave, he's coming from like the real world. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah. But... Did he accidentally like go through the back door? Like, are all the Christmas, all the holiday doors in the woods of Halloween Town? Did he leave Halloween Town? Like, how does this work? I think in the universe, there is a place that has all of the doors all there together, but then in each realm, they just have a series of doors. For okay, the but other how holidays. did he get to the series of other doors? When he was in Christmas Town? No, when he was in Halloween Town and he walked through. Yeah, he just walked up to it. It's sitting there. So in then the woods. it's in the woods of Halloween Town. Yes, is it to zero? Mm hmm. Sure, it does. Hasn't it like. Well, there has to be a portal somewhere in each place for him to locate, but. But then why would there be a door to Halloween Town in Halloween Town Wood where he found the door? I'm going to just sit down and rewatch because I don't think there is. There is. He is walking. In yes, there. there is. Is there? Yes, there is. Maybe it just brings him directly into town. Because it opens by showing... Maybe when he was all depressed, he actually walked through a wormhole. And he said... Well, actually, when he's in the woods, he he did point out that he said, this place doesn't look familiar. So The how universe he... gave him those woods and he wasn't paying attention. He walked through a wormhole. But then he, was able, then he was able to send the kids to go to Christmas Town. Yeah, they slipped through the wormhole too. How does... Then, okay, if he didn't know, if the universe just sucked him in, mm-hmm. how would you know? Like... I've traveled via wormhole, and it's really hard to find your way back. <laughs> you travel via wormhole? All the time. <laughs> Every day. I'm just saying, there's a lot of, like, missing, like, this is, like, trying to figure out the Terminator timeline. Right. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Before we leave the trees, they, when I was reading stuff, they were talking about how when Jack reaches for the doorknob, and they showed the reflection of Jack in the doorknob reaching for it. They said that was the most difficult scene to do in stop motion because they had to do stop motion off of a reflection and have everything that was behind him in that shot too. But the doorknob had to be in front and Ooh. the camera was facing that. But the camera's not seen in that image. So I'm I can imagine go, that was really difficult to do. I'm going to go back and watch that. Yeah, it's really it's really cool stuff. So kind of going back towards the beginning of the movie. What does the sax man call Jack as he sulks away? daddy No. Bone Daddy. Bone Daddy. daddy. He says, nice work, Bone Daddy. Speaking of bones, did you hear the fan theory about this movie? Mm. I actually did some research. Are you proud of me? (gasps) They said everybody in Halloween Town is represented through how they died. Mm. So Jack was actually burned alive, Mm. which is why he's a skeleton. And then Zero was electrocuted. But it was like, yeah. I was like, oh, God, why do y'all have to do that? Can't they just be like, oh, Halloween. <laughs> oh, Halloween. This is your hell. No. I, I didn't hear that theory. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. All right. Talking about Zero. What is on Zero's nose, E? A pumpkin. Yeah. It's a little jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. Because it lights up. Mm-hmm. So Zero, when I grew up, Zero was one of my favorite characters from this movie. Yeah. Just because he's the dog and he's adorable. And, and he's already kind of... dead, so you can't kill the dog. Because I have a movie where a rule where I don't watch movies where there's dogs in it because the dog always die. Right. He's already dead. And I kind of I would do this for a dog. I would rip out my own rib if it wanted to play fetch with it. Like when Jack does that, I just, <laughs> just like just rips a part of his being and toss. Next question. Mm-hmm. 
What is on either side of the famous hill in front of the moon? Graves. They're in a cemetery. Yeah, graveyard is on the one side. Oh! What does he walk into when he walks down the hill? Snow. No. Graveyard. No. Pixie sticks. No. Jack-o'-lanterns. Jack-o'-lanterns. It's a pumpkin patch, yeah. Yeah, because they do the... That probably has to be the most iconic scene. Oh, yeah. With the hill that uncurls and yeah. then at the end when they fall in love. Wait a second. Yeah. Ew. Hmm. So Jack and Sally fall in love. Yeah. And Jack's a skeleton. He bones her. <laughs> but he has no blood or soft tissue. Mm-hmm. So he can't technically get a boner he is a boner but he can't he get is a boner the boner he is a boner so how do him and sally bone they don't have to bone they could just be in love you said that with a straight face yeah okay <laughs> what are you implying well apparently are you just using me for my body yes Apparently, there was an alternate ending where Santa Claus comes back and visits Jack in Halloween Town, and he has kids. So clearly, they figured it out. He was the bone daddy. Wait, Sally's a patchwork doll made by mm-hmm. the creepy doctor that scratches his head. Well, there was that Barbie doll that had a baby in it, so why can't she? Remember that Barbie doll? You just like oh yeah, that was awkward. We weren't allowed having that. One. I was like, no, you're not getting no. They probably had a lot of kids asking questions. Mommy, can I tear your belly off to see my baby brother? No. But yeah, that, that scene up on the hill. Yeah, that's on everything at Hot Topic. Right. <laughs> on everything at Hot Topic. <laughs> everything. But even in cinema, just because of the huge milestone that stop yeah. motion animation had, that scene in particular gets shown in a lot of collections and mm-hmm. movie books about 1,000 greatest movies or yeah. 1,000 greatest movies you have to see before you die kind of sort of situations. It's always 1,001. Yeah. Like they 1001. couldn't get rid of one. Right. Okay, another question? Mm-hmm. What does Jack call snow at the beginning of, what's this? The purest cocaine. <laughs> Scar faces. <laughs> what's this? <laughs> Tweaking hard, man. I don't, he calls snow mm-hmm. this wet fluff. Yeah, it's in the lyric. Oh. It's not wet fluff. I do know that what's this is the first song that, the first thing that they did. Mm-hmm. Because... See how I'm avoiding answering the question? Yeah. They didn't have a script, so Elfman made the music, and that's how they started. So they actually recorded yeah, that one first. That's how they saved it Yeah. Disney, because Disney was ready to pull the plug, saying, like, you guys aren't coming up with something, and Elfman made the song and made it kind of describe the story, well, which all the songs, that's why the songs are kind of telling about Jack's woe and mm-hmm. his problems and Sally's woes. It's because he basically made the script before it was even made via the songs and they specifically shot for this because they thought this would be the easiest thing for disney to digest christmas yeah because it looked <laughs> it, it looked, it great looked disney, like yes. disney yeah that, that was a good call by them because yeah. if they saw halloween town first which th- when they did see halloween town they specifically said we don't think this is a movie for kids anymore no it's a little like when i was actually looking at it and i was looking at the creatures in Halloween Town. I'm like, these are intense. Mm-hmm. They're intense. So, Jack, I got the answer right. Next question. Yeah, no, you didn't. The question originally was, what does Jack call snow at the beginning of what's this? Fluffy magic stuff? No. Powder everywhere? Oh, yep, that's it. That's the lyric. Powder. There's powder everywhere. What's this? So he does know what cocaine is. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> 
Can we just talk about the fact that him coming from Halloween Town, like it not being a kid movie? So piggybacking off of this idea that this is not a movie for children or like, you know, a G rate. It has to be PG, whatever, because oh, it's that, that for... was one of my questions. Oh, I got it right. Next one. Really quick. There was another movie that was made by Disney that was PG before this. Another animated movie. Do you know what it was? Can I have a clue? I love this movie. That doesn't narrow it down. It was a movie made during the Dark Ages of The Dark Disney. Crystal? No. That's Jim Henson. The Labyrinth? Oh, God. Where are you going? I don't know. It's an animated movie. I should say that. The Black Cauldron. The Black Cauldron. That's yes. correct. Okay, can I finish my conversation? Oh, yes. Go ahead. Speaking of Jack not being appropriate for small children and getting that PG rating, he's got a rap sheet. What? Like a rap sheet. Like he's got offenses. Like number one, he's trespassing. Well, so he falls. No, 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 no. He falls into Christmas Town, mm-hmm. And that's fine. You can walk around, talk about the powder and look. But then not only does he start looking into windows, but he actually goes into homes right and touches super. Oh, I said trespassing. children. He touches children. <laughs> so that's another one. So let's get the tally here going. Ooh. He's trespassing because he's on private property. He's breaking and entering. He's touching minors. I mean, how do you think he got the title of Pumpkin King? Uh-huh. And then he's got some felony charges of grand theft because he comes back with a snowmobile <laughs> and all those toys in there. GTA! Then he orchestrated a kidnapping. So he he orchestrated a kidnapping and then just general harassment as he's like harassing people at Christmas. Well, speaking of GTA, I mean, at this point, at the towards the end of the movie, Jack has totally gotten himself five stars, which in GTA terms, that's when like the military's out for you. And that's what happens to him. He gets shot out of the sky. Spoilers. Yeah. Like he he paid for his crimes. He got shot out of the sky. You know what? He has a couple felony and several misdemeanor charges against him. He should not be allowed to travel in between realms. <laughs> a lot of countries don't let you do that. He has realm passport revoked. I'm just saying. Would you like another question? Sure. How many times does Sally poison the doctor, including all the occurrences during the film? Seven. No. Three. No. Four. Four. I keep Correct. saying numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Sally is the little rag doll made by Dr. Frankenfurter. Frankenstein, Frankle, Frank of Frank, <laughs> melting. Doctor Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> Which that was my question about Sally. Is this Stockholm syndrome? If you're not kidnapped, but you're manufactured by your oppressor, or is this like an Oedipus issue? Because she's not really sexually attracted to him. Finkelstein. Finkelstein. She's not attracted to the Finkelstein. Mm-hmm. But she is held captive so it's not really stockholm syndrome and what exactly was his end game he just wanted her as like a servant or like there was definitely like a father-daughter kind of relationship where he was like you can't go out with the boys you have to stay home like i told you to and she's like oh no i'm gonna poison you and go out on my own i hope little effort never does that to us (laughs) speaking of which i haven't poisoned my father recently that's the last time you poison us i poisoned you three times now what (laughs) yeah i was just curious i was like is this stockholm no because she's not she's trying like i guess it's not stockholm because Mm -hmm. she's the opposite she's a good role model yeah do not settle for your oppressors although i did write a note down there i said sally want to know how i got these scars i don't know why i wrote that down (laughs) wait tim burton made batman but not that batman did they steal his idea not at all no wait no he he got a chance to make a joker so, never mind. Wait, that Joker had scars too. 
He didn't ask I just that didn't get question. To use that line. Anyway, another question. E mm-hmm. sticking with Sally. Mm-hmm. What image comes out of the bottle? A that's butterfly. Sally. <gasps> so the little care package that she brings Jack. Something comes out of the bottle of wine when he opens it. Is a butterfly. Correct. Also, can we just say that his way of doing science is how I would want to do science in a laboratory? Just like crushing stuff, grinding things up, looking at stuff. Interesting. <laughs> right? Well, I made it go boom. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. My squeaky chair annoying you. <laughs> what are the two Christmas stories? Well, there's multiple books that Jack's reading, but there's two stories oh. that he's reading that you can see the title of. Um, Not generic. Um, The first Christmas story, the Bible. (laughs) No. (laughs) Are you kidding? If if he read the Bible and found out that this baby was born in the manger and then died on the cross and came back, resurrected, (laughs) right? (laughs) This is awesome. I need to recruit him for zombie. (laughs) Recruit him for a zombie. Our people, right? Okay. So no, not the Bible. Yeah, let's 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 stay away from that topic. Yes. What were the two Christmas stories he was reading? Um, Christmas Carol. Mm -hmm. What was the other one? Um, twas the night before Christmas. Nope. Short title. Short One word. T- oh. Name of somebody. Oliver. Exactly the tale of Oliver. Th- <laughs> no. Is there a stage performance of this one title? No. Santa the-, the book. No, but there's a reference to it in the movie. Ooh. Rudolph. Yeah. It's oh, really Rudolph. Rudolph in a Christmas story. A oh. Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Well, naturally, he would read a Christmas Carol because it's a ghost story. Ooh, I didn't think about that. I just thought that. Genius. (laughs) I'm so humble. You are. Incredibly. (laughs) During the experiment scene, can you tell me at least, let's say at least three foreshadowing things that happen that show this plan of his is going to blow up in his face? So the whole science scene basically is a metaphor for don't touch Christmas, Jack. It's not your holiday. Well, it's going to blow up in your face. Well, he looks at the cranberry under the microscope and it explodes. But mm-hmm. that was more like yeah, user one. error. Yeah, but. The candy cane, doesn't it go limp? Mm-hmm. Ooh. So that's two. <laughs> um, and then doesn't he shatter a bulb? Yes. He shatters a light bulb and an ornament. So mm. multiple bulbs. And then Sally has that vision. Of the little Christmas tree gets burnt up in her hands. And did you know that was an exact replica of Jack's tree? No, I didn't. (gasps) Symbol. Symbol indeed. Okay, my question is though. Oh, yeah. What does Jack honest to God not know about Christmas? Because let's be real, Christmas shows up before Halloween. Because they go into Halloween nap time for a couple months after Halloween. No, they don't because the mayor was already planning next year's Halloween. That's right. They're so focused on their own holiday. They have no time to think of the others. They need to strategically steer away from the others because you see like reindeer showing up when you try to put a jack-o'-lantern out. Yeah. Listen. I don't know where that went. Never mind. Off the rails. Well, nowadays, Jack is going around scaring people on Halloween and now he sees people putting up their Christmas decorations already because people are doing that. I know. There's no rules. Back in the day, right? 2020. All right. Christmas up is 4th of July. That was one word. Another question. Mm -hmm. What is the name the mayor gives the three kids that are recruited to kidnap Santa Claus. And what are the, their individual names? So what's their gang group name? Let's start with that. Oogie's gang. The boo, the boo, the boo squad? The boo boos. Oh, man, you're dancing around it. The boo kids? The boo bears. <laughs> the scare boos. <laughs> the care bears. All right. 
you're right with boogies. Boogies, boogies boo. Boogies screw. <laughs> boogies little <laughs> wagon. <laughs> the answer is boogies boys. There's a girl. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Gender non-conforming. Yeah. And do you know their names? No? Okay. No, I was <laughs> thinking, I was thinking, you. <laughs> Aren't they like trick, treat, and scare? Or no. fright? No. Magic? No. Night. <laughs> Magic! Magic, get over here. <laughs> Earth, wind, and power? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Earth, know. Earth, wind, and power? <laughs> Crosby, Stills, Nash? <laughs> yeah, it's Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yeah, they didn't have young yet. I don't no, know. No, the little bug was young. I don't know. Their names were Lock, Shock, and Barrel. That's right. Mm hmm. Which, do you know who voiced? I think it was Barrel. No, I don't. It was Pee Wee Herman. Ha <laughs> ha. You just wanted to do a Pee Wee Herman. And... I know I did, but what? Uh, uh, I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. I never watched Pee Wee Herman. Did you ever see Pee Wee's? No. Adventure? No? No. He looked like somebody that if I was little and I saw him on the street, my mother would say, you never talk to a man like that. And it's true because he jacked off in a movie theater. So well, why that's important is a lot that of that he jacked off with the movie theater. No, <laughs> a lot of people who made this movie were involved in Pee Wee's Great Adventure, Big Adventure, something adventure. Can't remember. No, his big adventure was going to a movie theater. Hey, he wouldn't hurt nobody. Um, still ew. <laughs> e, what <laughs> song is Santa Claus's doorbell? Deck the halls. Nope. La la la. Nope. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Nope. Oh, run run root. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Jingle bells. Cause it's a bell. <laughs> Another question for you. Okay. What does Sally pull out from the floor to stop Jack's plan? The fog. Fog what? Juice. Yeah, juice. <laughs> yeah, fog juice. Cause she puts it in the fountain, mm -hmm. and then we rip off her off. I was wondering what she does with that generally like why did she have fog juice up underneath the floor like does she take a little nip of that every once in a while drink that well, fog juice i'm in a fog <laughs> and man i'm in a fog well there's a drink called a london fog really mm -hmm. maybe that's what it was it has nothing to do with fog that is it and that is sally wants to thwart jack and his plan to get christmas run by the halloween folks because she saw in her vision that this was going to go terribly well wrong. again mm -hmm. not listening to a woman yeah. What? No, Jack ends up continuing his plan. He gets all of Halloween Town to help out in the adventure. So yeah, the little kids end up stealing away Santa Claus and they bring him to the only place that they think that they could bring him and that is to Oogie Boogie's place. Mm -hmm. And E, what was Oogie Boogie's home decor themed? Very like, I wouldn't even say Vegas. I would say Reno. Yeah, from my impression, like Reno's like the low class of Vegas, <laughs> unless you're in Reno. I've never been to Reno. It was like a casino. It was thing. casino. Let's say that. Yeah. yeah, Snakers. <laughs> Snakers. Is he okay? So, what is Oogie's backstory? Is he like the big bad guy? Like, mm -hmm. obviously he is, but like, yeah, he's described in this movie as he is probably the is it antagonist or protagonist? Antagonist, the the villain. Yeah, because he wants to eat Santa. But he's made of bugs, so he eats bugs. Yeah. So what does Santa have to do with it? I don't know. He's just vicious. I don't know, yeah. People are a little confused, but it like he seems to be a denizen of Halloween Town. 
And people question at the beginning when they're singing that this is Halloween, when the moon has that face in it. They say that's Oogie Boogie, but there's a little bit of confusion on some folks saying that is not Oogie Boogie. It's so Oogie or, Boogie. Yeah, it looks just like him, yeah. though. It's, it looks just like his silhouette. In the end, he, yeah, I think he's played off as a villain. And another interesting fact about him is people don't actually know what real color he is. Because when they sold merchandise of him, he was this neon green yeah. burlap sack looking thing. The creators actually, originally he was kind of like a brown color, yeah. but people kind of argue on what color he actually He's is. brown. There's a lot of argument for this fictional character that's in this movie Ugh. for all of like a couple seconds. I was just saying, thinking to myself, like how terrifying is a sack full of bugs that's yeah. vindictive and likes to gamble? Like that's a villain. Yeah. A sack full of bugs. I don't even like when there's one bug in our house. That's what I call people I don't like. You sack full you of sack bugs. sack full of bugs with a gambling problem. <laughs> Gotta keep the gambling problem there. A.E., mm-hmm. how many reindeer are pulling Jack's coffin sled before Zero joins the team? Three. Yes, there's three skeleton reindeer. So are they alluding to the fact that skeleton... Well, I guess... No, that wouldn't make sense. Hmm, I should probably actually say what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. So are they alluding to the fact that like the skeleton reindeer are stronger than actual reindeer? Because they're... Mm-hmm. I, then I was thinking like maybe it's because they're not as dense because... Bones are lighter than muscle and fat and organs, but then they wouldn't have enough whoa, heft whoa, behind them. They wouldn't have enough heft behind them to move the sleigh. It was probably the art department only made three reindeer, and like this is what you get. Honestly, I did think about like the idea of like the stop motion for the reindeer. Like yeah. Tim, you get three. They did make so many characters in Halloween Town that I almost wonder if they kind of regretted that because yeah. they had to move each and every one a little bit every time they did a scene with all of the people in the town. But the reindeer especially, they had to move all their legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so Christmas is almost canceled because there's fog in the town and everything's ruined. There's going to be Q- no Christmas. Zero, because we're ripping off from Rudolph. Join the head of the team, Zero. Sally's like, ah. Yeah. Should have killed that dog. Dang, he's a ghost. Why don't you just poison Jack? Because Jack doesn't have any internal organs and soft tissues that actually absorb the poison, so it wouldn't work on him. Mm-hmm. If she would have just boned him, he would have stayed distracted. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because that's the moral of the story. He got the girl, and he no longer wanted to go for Halloween Town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or leave Halloween. You know what I'm saying. I got you. Power of the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, next question before I say something really inappropriate. What did Jack bring the first child he bumped into? I'll give you a clue. It's the kid that actually saw him. Well, yeah, I know, but... Yeah. Just, just was it the, the ducky that chased him? No. The bat that chased him? No. A snake? No. And the wreath that came alive? No. I could say, I'm naming all of them except for that one, right? Yeah. A candy cane that ate him? No. A skeleton? A shrunken head? Yeah, shrunken yes, shrunken head, yes. <laughs> you got it. Two of those... Well, actually, no, three. Mm-hmm. Three of those presents were references to other movies of his. Do you know which ones? Batman. Yeah, Batman was one of them. Cat stuffed animal thing that floated around. That was in Batman movie. And, and then the, the duck. duck was the duck that the penguin was in, which is kind of interesting because I wonder which one came first because they do look exactly like each other. I would probably so, say Batman came first because... Well, no, Batman Returns and The Nightmare Before Christmas were literally being made at the same exact oh, okay. time. So creatively, one of them had to have come mm. before the other. And then there's another one that's a reference? Yes. The snake is the Beetlejuice. Snake. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, 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 the other uh, ones might have been uh, some references uh, or something, but those ones are kind of obvious. 
Okay, we kind of talked about this a little bit in the beginning, but what does the military use to thwart Jack's Christmas plans? He sh they shoot him down. With what? Like a like a bazooka gun. <laughs> <laughs> like the heavy artillery. <laughs> they shot him down with anti-aircraft cannons, so... I mean, he is aircraft. Mm-hmm. He is so dumb. <laughs> oh, look. They're celebrating. They're shooting at us. That 100%. Just goes to show, like, sorry, male species, but that is the quintessential, like, well, no, is that a oh, female? Look, they love me. Yeah, like that is just no. I, okay, let me let me take gender out of it. That is the quintessential, like, arrogant mm -hmm. character. Like, oh, well, Jack's character, he's kind of it. it kind of makes sense with who his character is because Danny Elfman said he related to Jack a lot based on his career with uh Ungo Boingo. Ungo Boingo. <laughs> Oingo Boingo. <laughs> Oingo Boingo. So he was in a group in the 80s and going into the 90s that was like a kind of a rock band, an 80s rock band. Mm -hmm. He recognized the character as Jack as himself because it's totally that idea of you embody that rock star lifestyle and you take the fame to your head, but then you kind of feel when you have all that fame and everybody is like looking to you, you kind of have that feeling of like missing out on normalcy mm -hmm. and other things in life. He also wanted to of... leave Oingo Boingo. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to leave a band named Oingo Boingo? Because it's hard to say when you're drunk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Another question. Mm-hmm. What does Oogie Boogie call Sally and Santa? Lunch. He might. <laughs> but no, he calls them he calls them by a name. Well, refers to them as something. I don't know. No idea. He calls Sally Dollface. Oh dollface. Fat man. No, he calls him something else. He called him Sandman. Sandman. Mm -hmm. Where is Enter Sandman? <laughs> we don't have the rights to that. <laughs> Do we have the rights to any of it? Nope. This okay. is a Disney movie, so I'm 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 a little afraid. <laughs> so yeah, the Oogie Boogie Man, he gets Sally and Santa, and he's about to murder them. Well, yeah, because then she like cuts her leg off and she cuts her hands off. Oh and yeah, she's really she's committed to saving she's Santa quite a bit. Want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> so E, what was Oogie Boogie Man's undoing? He literally became undone, undone. Mm-hmm. But he, how did he become undone? He got a loose string. I hate yeah. when I have a loose string. It's so annoying. And then you pull it and then like the whole seam comes out. I know. His whole scene was like, so his undoing, he had like a Boba Fett ending. Yeah, he really did. Jack was so epic and just like, you won't hurt my friends anymore. Pluck. <laughs> but he didn't pull the string. It was just there. No, he, he pulled on it. He kind of started his unraveling uh, and then it got caught in the little spindly yeah. thing and pulled it completely off. All, all the bugs, bugs fell into the fire lava. Yeah, yeah. That was the scene. That It was when they fell into the lava. That was the scene that was shot in 24 frames per oh, second. Gotcha. But anyway, did you know that that was actually not going to be the ending for Oogie Boogie? Yeah, they were going to make Dr. Felia the guy. That makes no sense. Dr. Feelgood? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were going to make Dr. Finkelstein Oogie Boogie and he was no going to profess his love for Sally and say See? he hated Jack. And apparently when they had this idea, they presented it. It was one of the days that Tim Burton did come to the set. They presented this ending to Tim Burton. Apparently he was so mad, he actually kicked a hole in the wall. And he, he kind of like laughed about it. It was just like, yeah, don't do that ending or else that. So it was a little threatening, but they, they went on to label that hole in the wall and yeah. say this was from Tim's boot. 
So yeah, needless to say, they did not go with that ending. That makes no sense. Right. And I feel like that would have messed things up. And it is kind of good that they made Finkelstein and Sally's relationship like a father daughter because there wasn't like any buildup of any like love story between them necessarily. So I kind of like that they just didn't go with that and just got rid of Oogie Boogie. And did you notice how like fair weather the Oogie boys were? They were just like, eh, whatever. We're now your friends. Oh, yeah. One more question for ye. What does Santa bring all the folks in Halloween Town? Snow! For Christmas! Snow! Let that it good snow, let it snow. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It might not have been actual snow. Also, let's be real. Snow on Halloween. Mm-hmm. We grew up in Ohio. That wasn't new. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't that What is Jack do. Skellington? Is like they're different regions of Halloween's like... Mm. We're the southern. Maybe Ohio is like the center of all the holidays. Maybe that's why we get all the holidays at once. We're just a cruel joke. Mm-hmm. We truly Yeah, are. no, I saw one. I and I just realized <laughs> that the song, when they're like, something's wrong with Jack, something's wrong with Jack. It's because Jack is coming down from snorting all that cocaine in Christmas town. And he he's up in his room just... <laughs> he is tweaking out. <laughs> I did very well. <laughs> I so I did. You, did. you go back there and count. I want to tally right now. Okay, you got three. No, I didn't. I got more than three. <laughs> I, I tallied really fast. I did. But good job. You did fantastic. Eve. No, I did. I let's be honest. I did better than my track no, record. No, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> Don't patronize me. He's winking. You. I did good. I studied. I actually paid attention. All right, before we continue into I'm gonna wrap our a present. holiday fun, you can wrap a present as we hear some words from a friend over at Pod Nation. I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okami. We are the Super Media Bros Podcast. And each week, we give a comedic take on all forms of entertainment, such as movies, music, video games, television, and much more. So put your shades on and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Shades on. We're on. So we had kind of alluded that we were going to fight about something but do you know where we fight about it in our segment? I hate it when they fight. So going over the results of our last question from the Phantom of the Opera, we asked the question, who should Christine choose between Erwick or <laughs> Raul. And with 75% of the vote. Because people are not psychotic. Everyone shows Raul. So E, you are the winner. Yeah, he has a job that doesn't involve killing people. Lame. Yeah, whatever. He's the lamest character of all time. I submit him as the lamest character we have covered so far. Okay. So about that. I won. <laughs> so because you won, that means you get to come up with question for this week's episode but we all know what that question is the question is the nightmare before christmas Mm -hmm. is a christmas movie that's not a question i know (laughs) (laughs) so you have to prove me wrong okay so i have to say why it's not a christmas movie or say what i think it is yeah, I mean, I guess you have to say why. Well, I mean, why you it's... can watch it at Christmas time. I'm not going to argue it that. It is a Christmas movie. The Nightmare but Before Christmas is a Christmas movie. End of story. It's actually a Halloween movie. Okay, so. no, it's not. All right. All right. So how the fight works is we each get our opening statements, which last for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then we get 15-second rebuttals. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I said it right again. I'm so proud of you. I'm on a streak. And then we fight it out for two minutes, and then we get our Closing finals. arguments. Yeah, that's yep. what we call them. I'm going to let you go first. Oh, okay. Okay, ready? 30 seconds? Go. So this is most certainly a Halloween movie because the opening song is, this is Halloween, this is Halloween, and everything spooky about this movie, sure, they like dip into Christmas time, but the main protagonist and like every other character except for one character in this is based on Halloween lore and Halloween time. And let's let's not pretend that Disney doesn't amplify this by presenting it at Halloween time and using this movie. Stop. Okay, ready? Go ahead. It's a Christmas story. It's a nightmare before Christmas. And let's be honest, you want to talk about spooky at Christmas time? A Christmas Carol is a ghost story. So it is not far-fetched to have ghost stories at Christmas. It is a Christmas movie because of the arc and the character developed. He has a overarching he learns a lesson he learns the true meaning of christmas which is to give and be of and with other people he learns how to love and he falls in love with sally that is a christmas movie right. totally <laughs> add some time give yourself a little all right so now we get 15 seconds to reboot and i'll start Ooh. Yeah, you. I'm going to take your argument and throw it back in your face. So he does not learn about being every, around everybody for Christmas time necessarily. He learns about Halloween. He At the end, he says, I am the Pumpkin King. He realizes he's important for Halloween and not Christmas. Yes, and that journey was one of self-discovery, which is at the pinnacle of every Christmas movie. Charlie Brown Christmas, self-discovery, The Grinch self-discovery christmas aided him in finding out his true meaning in life which is a christmas theme over and over and over again any fun love okay ready all right now we get two minutes on the it's clock to fight movie. it out hang on okay. we, we i didn't do the I, I don't care. i'm so excited about this one <laughs> now we get two minutes on the clock to fight it out so let's get it on it's a christmas movie no. and we were just watching the Disney special on decorating the park for Christmas. And what did they do to the Haunted Mansion? They put Jack Skellington in but it. But do you know what they do for Halloween? They put Jack Skeleton in a, the Halloween parade. But they put him in the freaking Haunted House for Christmas. What do you think they do for Haunted Houses every are what? Ride? Haunted Houses are what? Halloween? Yes. So why isn't he in the Haunted House for Halloween? That's right, because he's a Because he's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's a nightmare before. Neither of us have been to the park. What are we even talking about? It's a Christmas movie because he has that journey of self-discovery and realizing the error of his words. You know what happens in a Halloween movie? They kill people. But do you know what people want to watch during Halloween time? They want to watch those Hallmark movies. No, they the don't. Robin and Baskins. That's not right. But they, <laughs> the um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Santa Claus. Is oh wait, I gave us an L on. <laughs> I gave us two hours. Okay, so we're back on track. I was like, God, that's going slow. No, no, they want to watch Freddy and Jason and the Nightmare Before. Yeah. <laughs> the Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Yeah, they want to watch the Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare on Elm Street. Of its spooky themes. And when you think about people wearing that sort of those costumes and cosplay, or even just having a sweater or something with jack skeleton on it do they have it for christmas yes no they yes, they yes they do well, yes they do yes they do they might wear it there's christmas you drive down the street and you use the inflatable you use the inflatable jack skeletons with santa hats on you also see them at halloween time not that often so i think for me i really don't have to argue very much because i know everyone's gonna agree with me on this. <laughs> no they're not it's a christmas movie it's a nightmare before 
Christmas. That is a holiday. And what comes before Christmas? Thanksgiving. Halloween. Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's what I was saying before. It is a Christmas movie because of the the revelation that he makes at the end, and he falls in love. Name another Halloween movie where the antagonist like, like no, no, Focus, Jason, Focus. Jason, no, she, no. No, Hocus Pocus, the boy and the girl fall in love with each other. It happens. Wow, you are really screwing up this timer. No, we'll just say there. this is two no, minutes because there. I'm no, right right now. 12, oh, okay, seconds. we have 10 seconds. It's an right. of Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's in the title. Nope, it's, uh, it's a Halloween movie. No, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Okay, so now we each get a very short while to throw down our final statements to say why we are right. Who do you want to have the 10 seconds see? I'll take it. All right. So 10 seconds on the clock and go. It follows the archetype and the, the setup of a Christmas movie. It follows that pattern. It is the nightmare before Christmas. It's the nightmare before Christmas, 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 Christmas. Christmas is really a tongue twister. I know. All right. I get five seconds. Mm -hmm. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 There's also a song about Christmas in it. Stop singing, you're done! So what do you all think? You can't base your whole argument off of a setting in which they don't even... Hey, the arguments are done. No, they it's not. Submitted. I just thought of a better one. It is now the people's turn to decide. So we want to hear what you have to say. So join us on Instagram at What Should We Watch Podcast or on Facebook at What Should We Watch Podcast or on Twitter at WSW Watch Podcast. So, because you can't base an entire no, movie you off of geographic you location. Do what you feel is right. So <laughs> go to Christmas one of your movie, social medias and join our handle and let us know with our poll that will be coming out the day after our episode is released on who you think is right and who is dead. What is that? The new what? I didn't even talk about that. What? Speaking of the line, who is right and who is dead? Do you know who voices Jack Skellington? Oh, the six-fingered man. No, incorrect. It's Humperdinck. Oh. He, so he voiced Jack Skellington, except for the music, because you know who does the voice? Is Elfman. Yeah, he was supposed to do the other parts. And he but sucked. He sucked so bad, they pulled it away from him, and he was really sad. But do you know who is Sally's voice? Ellie Golding. <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't know. It's someone we've been watching a TV show about right now. Selena? No. <laughs> Watch Selena on Netflix. It's Catherine O'Hara who plays Moira. Moira. In Shit's Creek. David. David. Just folded in. That's Sally? Yeah, that's she's Sally. She's in everything. Right, and she does the thing, which she's also in. She's in another Christmas she's movie. She's in Beetlejuice. She's in another Christmas movie. She is? She's Home Alone. She's the mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Christmas movie. But she's in a Halloween movie. She's in a Christmas movie. She's in two Christmas movies. Isn't the mom come back and... Home Alone 2? Never seen it. Wait, she's in Edward Scissorhand at some point, too. Another Halloween. Creepy thing. Halloween. No, Edward Scissorhand is in any time of the year. Oh, Edward Scissorhand does happen at Christmas. Oh! <laughs> Wait, that could be. That could be in Ohio. Nope. There's trees. <laughs> They're just playing with their hands like, my parents are there. <laughs> they are so weird. All right. I'm just going to eat my sleep now. Oh, my God. She's so cute. She is. By the way, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> we we should probably stop watching the baby monitor and continue our podcast. Maybe the our thing podcast that we're could just be talking about the baby monitor. <laughs> play by play. Oh, look at her play with her hands. And her hands in her sleeve. Oh, look at that little one. She can't get her hand in her mouth because it's in the sleeve. Oh, what a shame. Uh -huh.
Hey, E. Yeah. You want to go over some posts from the paper? You know it, bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. I don't know who that was. <laughs> that was a thing. All right. Well, first of all, on Instagram, we had our question asked, what is your favorite song from The Nightmare Before Christmas? And the History Cash podcast went on to say this is Halloween, okay. which is a Halloween song. For a Christmas movie. Nope. The movie seller on Twitter said, what's this is probably my favorite because it's real transition song from the Halloween vibe to the Christmas vibe. I feel like it pre- represents both really well. You're not helping either party here, movie seller. I know, right? Pick a side. Choose a lane. <laughs> Nobody loves a neutralist. Get out of here, Sweden. Micah Obregon said, that's so hard. I want to say Sally's song, but I also really enjoy the town meeting song. Is that the... Oh, that's the one where he is talking about Christmas. And they called him Santa Claus. Our next question was, what do you think of this film, The Nightmare Before Christmas? On Instagram, Math Teacher Movies gave it a thumbs up. Movie Muggins said, never seen it. And Lincoln Lano said, not my cup of tea, thumbs down. I can see that. I feel like it's either that cult classic or people think it's the dumbest thing ever. On Twitter, our poll was 55% said they loved it. Mm-hmm. 3% said they hate it. 26% said it's okay. And 16% said they'd never seen it. I wonder if there's a direct correlation between those who love it and those who shopped at Hot Topic in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah sorry you're in my seat podcast said it's a great movie apparently patrick stewart narrated the movie but they took it out in post i always wondered what that version would be like which i pointed out to him if you listen to the soundtrack they actually do have the patrick stewart narrating it version in that oh yeah i was listening to it when prepping for this episode and i listened to the uh voice at the beginning and i was like wait a second that's Is that Professor X? Our next question was, who do you think most deserves their name above the title? Is it the creator, Tim Burton, the composer, Danny Elfman, the writer, Carolyn Thompson, or the director, Henry Selleck? Who do you think should win E? I think the director. Henry Selleck? Mm -hmm. Well, 24% of the people on Twitter would agree with you. 43% winning was Tim Burton, and in second place was Danny Elfman with 33%. Carolyn Thompson got zero. The director or the writer? She's the writer. But out of all four of them, I would say I would say her least of all just because of what the others put into it. I mean, she did really want this script and she did put a lot into yeah, it and she did a lot of work. People made edits to her script and made changes and additions and took away things like the director added in the whole skit about the Easter bunny mm-hmm. and Tim Burton didn't let her rewrite the ending for like the third time. So she may have written it, but other people had better, bigger says on the ending. Right. And I think Henry Selleck put a lot more into this movie. I know Tim Burton created this world and this universe and these characters, but Henry Selleck did a lot to bring this movie together and make it the movie it is. But for me, I would have to go with Danny Elfman just because his voice makes Jack. These his singing parts. Also, too, it's just what he did to save this movie when he wrote the songs when he did. 
Like this movie wouldn't have been in existence if it wasn't for him. Oh no. The Black Case Diary podcast, uh, Pod Nation Friends said, I always admired that Burton took a concept he was super passionate about and had been developing basically his entire life and then had the wisdom to allow other people to take the wheel when it was necessary. I think everyone on this list would say he deserves top billing. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. It, it probably is best that the top billing would go to him, but I don't know. It is kind of a bummer of how much work the others put into it. and. Like, you, you don't think of them necessarily right away when you think of this movie. The first person you would think of is Tim Burton. Our last question was, which holiday does not have a tree in the woods in the Nightmare Before Christmas? Is it A, St. Patrick's Day, B, New Year's Day, C, Independence Day, or D, Valentine's Day? Do you remember the answer, E? There's St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. There's a leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Well... Not a leprechaun. There was no, there was, there was a firework. Mm-hmm. The harks, we talked about the chubby ones. So it's whichever <laughs> one I have it's named. B, New Year's Day? Yes, there's none of that. Oh, there's none. So on Instagram, Kay Hanlon said, C, when I gave her the answer, she said, she's questioning her whole life now. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Math teacher movies said, I mean, ironically, Arbor Day is missing, <laughs> which oh, is very true. So is Earth Day. Yeah. Earth Day, Arbor Day. On Twitter, we asked it in a poll. With 71%, people went with C, Independence Day. And second place was with 12%, St. Patty's Day, which I spelled wrong. Thank you, Shamrock Show. And with 11% was Valentine's Day. The least voted was with 6%, New Year's Day. Which is the one that wasn't there. Right. Mm-hmm. Who really celebrates New Year's Day? I, I couldn't even think of a way to represent that with a tree. But I, you know what, if I did not you do the research and look into this, I never, like, I never would have guessed the Independence Day one, the 4th of July, because I don't remember seeing that rocket. I remember seeing the rocket. That would really? make more sense to have, like, a, an event. If New Year's Eve, I can see having a door, but New Year's Day, if you had a door for New Year's Day, it would be sunglasses, aspirin, and Gatorade. Right. New Year's Day is a week holiday. It is. It's like the beginning of the new year and you're hungover from New Year's Eve and then all of the Christmas decorations look tacky. It's kind of like the 6th of May. What do you think is worse, New Year's Day or the 6th of May? Champagne hangovers or tequila hangovers? I don't know. That God, is that's the question. That's fight. <laughs> We're going to have to figure out a movie to base that all around. Oh, wait. No, we... We all won. <laughs> Actually, no. We all lost. It's 2020. <laughs> I'm so eager to find out if people agreed with me that I realized we hadn't posted this episode yet. So <laughs> we are still in this episode. <laughs> Hold your horses. Waiting for you to tell me who won the fight. That just happened. I know. <laughs> anyway, this is the time of our podcast where we wind things down and let everybody know our review of the movie. E, would you like to let them know your review? I give this a Christmas classic stamp of approval. Gets you in the holiday spirit. That's weird because it's a Halloween movie. (laughs) It's a fun holiday movie. It's a good holiday movie if you want to switch up your holiday viewing experience. Yeah, and watch a Halloween movie. Nope. So for me, this movie, going back to when I watched it as a kid, it was very important to me. 
Like, I, I love this movie very much as a Halloween movie. Christmas. And I still, when rewatching it, this movie actually holds up really well. The animation is amazing, especially for the time frame where it came out. And it's just stop motion, I feel like, is timeless. You, it doesn't get, like, it is a little bit choppier than what stop motion is today, but it's still amazing. I do love this movie. I think it nails everything that it sets out to nail in the way of a holiday, kids film. It's just absolutely fantastical and fun the music is so sing-alongable it's just great so the music is sing-alongable kind of like a christmas movie who sings along to like a halloween movie what halloween movie do you ever sit down and think god i love that jingle oh the nightmare Before from christmas. friday the 13th <laughs> stab him in the neck <laughs> blood everywhere no <laughs> what are you talking about i always sing the you know the song. <laughs> so in a single phrase, I'm going to say, everyone hail to this Halloween film. That was lame. It was because uh, you're trying to make it a Halloween. Chris, no, no, I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> you should be because you're so, wrong. E, would you, do you think, E, E, I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Should they watch this film? Yeah, of course at Christmas. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think you should watch it at Halloween time. Bless you. All right, everyone. We want to thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Be sure to join us for more fun on our Twitter at WSW Watch Podcast and on Facebook and Instagram at What Should We Watch Podcast. We thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and uh, go ahead back and listen to some of our previous episodes. Make sure to head over to iTunes and hit us up with a five-star review if you like what you hear. And if you don't like what you hear, please avoid Apple Podcasts. Anyway. <laughs> Why? Because they don't want to hear these horrific claims that it's a Halloween movie. Yeah, that's, that's the only reason why you can hate this podcast. Anyway, thank you all so much for being here. We really very much appreciate you. And everybody, have a happy holiday. And the holiday you're talking about in particular for this movie is a Christmas. Have all the happy holidays. Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, uh, New Year's. No, Halloween's over. We said happy Halloween. We said happy Halloween. Oh, God, that is, that's like monumentous. What's this? There's cocaine everywhere. What's this? There's cocaine in my hair. <laughs> What's this? I don't even have hair. Why do I have hair? Oh my gosh, there's hair now. I have cocaine in my nose. What's this? <laughs> Can y'all guess that Kay hasn't done cocaine? You get hair when you do cocaine, right? <laughs>